society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the educator, the novelist, the author of several books, the subject of of uh, two different documentaries, and you can go to melissaiteljoran.com and check them out. And she is the uh, the host each and every week of this radio program, this podcast. We urge everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing, and you can kind of cherry pick because there's hundreds and hundreds of shows. You can't possibly do them all in one sitting, but. You can cherry pick. And Melissa, I tell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. I think I, I'm a little better than Joe Biden at his latest <laughs> press conference. Yeah. <laughs> he had a rough, he's having a rough couple of weeks is, uh, yeah. is what it is. And it, it really accelerated with the, the, Afghan, um, uh, the Afghanistan uh, uh, plan and, and the rollout. Uh, what, what could he have done differently where it wouldn't be rolling this much out of control. Oh boy, let's see. I think if he, I think if he were just a, a bit more definitive about what he's doing and and whether or not he really knows what he's doing, we're not sure how much of it is his is his doing. You know, is, is he being driven to do the do this? Is he being told to do this, or is he just uh, um, you know uh, assuming the, the responsibility? I don't know. I really can't say. But I, I think that there are several, uh, several sources of blame that can be put if, um, I- you know, if you really want to do it. Yeah, uh, there's, there, there's no doubt. And I know former President Trump is kind of pounding his chest saying he would have done this differently. Uh, the truth of the matter is he kind of rolled out a plan saying that he was going to do this and he was going to get out of Afghanistan himself so um i don't know he's it's real easy for him to to kind of gloat but the truth of the matter is that he's um uh he might be going through the same thing right now if he was in charge of the rollout mm-hmm. yeah um i think they were following what was put already put in place for them uh, or what was already suggested by the trump administration and uh they just didn't they weren't able to follow through. And um, this whole situation, this whole quagmire, basically, I think goes back even farther to, to the second Bush administration. Yeah. And it, that's, it, that's a policy that I think is, is, is warranted with uh, welcome. I don't think this is a policy we, we should have necessarily i mean we can't be we just can't take off and not be on the world scene but i think every time we do something you know in the middle east uh we 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 get into trouble yeah there's there's no question about that you know i had and i mentioned this i think last week that i had david loin on the uh, on on, uh, another show and he's a he's an expert on afghanistan and he points back to the Bush administration uh, for for making these uh, these mistakes, and then also points forward to the Obama administration and some statements that they made. And now he's a he's an honest broker, loin. He's critical. He's not partisan. He's a Brit. He's a Brit, 
and he is a you know he's a journalist and I think a journalist in the truest form and and he points blame going way way back and I you know that, that's already a couple of different administrations you know the uh, the Bush administration obviously is where this uh, this uh, started but I did say to him once and, and it was in the form of a question but b- basically I was saying and once bin Laden got killed did we just forget about Afghanistan and say, ah, oh, there's nothing going And meanwhile, there was a war going on in Afghanistan, and there are people there, and there are, you know, our people and, uh, and, and our soldiers, and they're working with the folks on the ground. And did we, Melissa, did we as a nation forget that Afghanistan existed as soon as bin Laden was killed? We just celebrated, mission accomplished, and, and, and forgot there was a war going on there. Uh, do you think that's fair? I think we we just got very used to the idea that we had people on board and we were, uh, I don't know what we were doing, we were trying to do some kind of regime change, we were trying to, to, to install a government and, uh, and modeled after what we had, in, in, you know, hypothetically, I suppose, and that we did accomplish a lot with um, elevating the status of Afghanistani women, which now I think is in peril. Um, we we did lose a lot of of our of our soldiers of our military personnel, um, some of whom um, sustained uh, life threatening, uh, life altering injuries, and uh, it, it, I, I think um, we just seem to perpetuate this. We seem to be it seemed to be our it was what was called our Vietnam, of of the Middle East. Yeah, it's uh, Afghanistan is a is a quagmire. I think you said quagmire. And it really is. I mean, for Russia, it was a quagmire. Didn't they have a 10-year oh, yeah. conflict? That, that was their Vietnam. Yeah, 1980. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was, a, which was a disaster. Anytime we get involved in the, the Middle East, and again, you and I will agree on this, our, uh, our eyes should be on Israel and, and making sure that they're safe they, because they are the allies that we could trust more than anyone in that region. Uh, maybe anyone in the world we could trust Israel, and uh, and those are our friends. And anything in my mind in a Middle East uh, program or a policy towards the Middle East has to have eyes on Israel first as our friends. You you take care of your friends first. You pay attention. That doesn't mean we're gonna, you know, spit all over the the neighbors of Israel. We're not saying that. But first and foremost, Israel. Uh, to me, is uh, is it has to be uh, our focus because of how close they've been and how loyal uh, a, f- a friend they've been. And without them, let's face it, it, it is an, uh, just a powder keg. It's already a powder keg, even with Israel there. But if Israel wasn't there, it would just be a complete uh, mud pile it, uh, uh, of of mess, a hornet's nest. Uh, uh, again, Frank McKay here, urging everyone to go to melissaitelljuren.com. Watch the documentaries there and, and binge listen to some some of the shows that we've been doing. Uh, if you can get through all of them, you, you got some time on your hands. Uh, we would love that. Uh, but Melissa, g- getting back to the Mideast, uh, you agree. I, I, I know you agree. Uh, we, we've got to pay attention to what affects Israel. And, you know, obviously we don't want to ignore the, uh, the, the Afghan people and uh, the the uh, the people from afghanistan um you know shouldn't be just left to uh, to slaughter 
from the Taliban. Uh, what's your thought on all of that? Well, no, I mean, we have to get our people out. I mean, this is how First and foremost. First. Yes, absolutely. Now, there's another thing that's going on that, um, that some, some people, some refugees have been dropped off somewhere in the United States overnight. And that's raised some eyebrows of, of a lot of citizens who feel that, that these people are bringing in COVID with them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, this is such a this is such a mess. This is so. It's you know, Biden didn't didn't did inherit this situation. And President Trump spoke about a timely and orderly. Um, uh, um, withdrawal from Afghanistan. He did mention it. Um, he, of course, he maintains he would have done everything differently. And of course, he was on Fox the other day, you know, just, just uh, you know, trashing Biden and saying, you know, um, this is what we should do. And this is, you know, I would have done this and then he's not doing anything. Um, you know, it's, I know it's enough is enough, but when you when you want to you know you know you want to engineer something like that you know there's bound to be you know you've got to you have to account for contingencies and the Taliban seized on this I mean I knew first of all there's a problem with with this there's there's a there's a respectability problem here there's it's a visual it's an optical it's an optic Biden does not scare the bejeevers out of anyone. So they probably thought this was, you know, you know, it's it's, it's open territory, it's open season, you know, on on on, on yeah. the Americans, you know, and it, had Trump still been there, would this have gone differently? I I I imagine it would have. Then again, you're dealing with the Taliban. Nobody was really, uh, and nobody nobody's afraid of Biden. I mean, let's face it, they're not afraid of these of him. You don't have a powerful. They weren't afraid of Obama. I really don't think they were that afraid of Obama, although he had a much a stronger um, public image. But they were. They definitely wouldn't have pulled this stunt. I think, on, if Trump had been around. Yeah. Well, that's that's certainly uh, it's a good point. Uh, it's uh, it, it's certainly up for debate. But the one thing. Uh, for sure, is that uh, that Trump would have done the, the basically the same thing. One one thing I want to point out, and I'm just googling things as we're as we're discussing this. There's, according to the Secretary of State, there are about 1,500 American citizens still in Afghanistan. The last time we spoke, there were 30,000 in Afghanistan. Uh, to me, that's and again, I don't want to minimize 1,500 lives, uh, but that is not bad. At all, that is a uh, that that is a pretty good evacuation, and and again, you know, we don't pop champagne until all fifteen hundred of those people are back. But um, I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that uh, that we only have fifth only. You know, again, I, I don't want to minimize, but uh, but we only have fifteen hundred people back to uh, well to get back from uh, Afghanistan. So I think that's. Uh, that's a pretty nice um, uh, week to get those people out. I don't know what the holdup is to get the the other people uh, back home. I, I hope it's not people saying we're going to stay here and we're going to wait this out because that just has uh, Iran hostage situation written all over it. And uh, and I hope that we uh, we can get these folks out. But are you surprised that we have um, that we had thirty thousand last Friday when we spoke? 
and, and today we only have 1,500? I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that, that's the other point. Are we getting the Are we getting the real dope? Are we getting this? Hey, one other point you, you mentioned about mm. uh, people over there being afraid of uh, Trump. Uh, Trump, strangely enough, in my mind, was uh, was was not a hawk, right? Mm. During his four years, what what aggression did he he show, or what show of strength? Did he show? Do you remember anything that he? Um, I, I know he talked up. Uh, he talked a big game, or whatever. But and and I'm grateful that he didn't, because a lot of people were saying he's going to start World War Three. It was anything oh, yeah. but Trump starting World War Three. That mm-hmm. looking back, that was unfounded and that was untrue. Uh, he, he almost started a civil war, you know, which is which is uh, you know maybe a lot worse, or he, he might have uh, initiated. Uh, thoughts of civil war or or whatever, but um, do you remember Trump uh, using force anywhere? Uh, well, he did threaten North Korea. He said with fire and fury, <laughs> and somebody made a made a parody out of that of, of, from from a, 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 a Game of Thrones uh, scene and had him flying a dragon over <laughs> North Korea, <laughs> and then Kim Jong Un they superimposed the, you know Kim Jong Un looking up and and and, and in horror of, of, of Trump flying that dragon, saying in fire with fire and fury. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get enough of that. I was cracking up. Yeah, me too. But I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that was a, you know, that was a, a parody. But he was, uh, he was different. Trump was yeah. different. He wasn't the threatening type. Uh, he yeah. he kind of hugged and got close to him. It's like he got mm-hmm. close to, to Putin. And by the way, I mean, you know, some would argue, way too close to Putin. And yeah, yeah. And you know, and and we yeah. showed some weakness, lots of weakness with Putin. But even with the 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 uh, Afghanistan folks, um, uh, the Taliban specifically. I, he, I think he said they they're really good fighters. The Taliban, and he uh, and he spoke positively about the Taliban. He um he didn't he didn't rip the Taliban. No, no, he didn't rip. No, he didn't. Yeah, well, they they are they are tough, but there's no reason why they should be able to take us down with AK 47s I no. mean, oh, by the way, they do have control of whatever of whatever arsenal we left behind and i hear it it's uh you know it, it's 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 quite a selection someone said in the billions billions of dollars worth of uh equip uh, drones and i i don't know oh, I, yeah. I don't know what's true or what's not but we left things yeah. behind we left yeah we left some really good you know some good inventory there and i don't know how i mean that's this is just poor planning or i don't know what i mean it makes us look like the you know the, the third world country we may be becoming yeah you know i wonder if biden put put a gift wrap on all of these drones and all these weapons <laughs> <laughs> you know they they might as well put for you yeah. for you <laughs> my taliban buddies you. <laughs> you know here you go guys big bow on it it's like what are you kidding i you know china and russia uh, now have access to all of our <laughs> all of our technology or a lot of our technology uh, th- that uh, that's a bonehead play i mean let's face it i mean that you know leaving that kind of equipment behind um a, a real failure and it's not by i, I, I i'm not going to blame our military i'm i'm pro military uh, it's the politicians who did it it's it i would 
put the blame squarely on the on the State Department, on Biden, on his administration for leaving those behind. That a terrible job of of leaving equipment behind. But you're right. I, I mean, what did you hear? And, and actually, before you say that, let me remind folks to go to melissaitelljoran.com and watch the two documentaries on Melissa uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa Itel Jorn. I uh, think about it. Uh, what what did you what did you hear or what did you hear as an explanation if anything why we left that equipment behind and when we're talking about equipment you know maybe billions of dollars worth of equipment right right yeah i know i i, I it's it's astounding uh, where is the military who's in charge over there now i know that that um he kind of biden kind of had uh, his, I don't know if his hands were tied, but he definitely had you know, the fact that, that Trump had said um, he was going to bring out, he was going to take out, uh, start taking out people by May 1st, had he been elected. Well, he he got the ball rolling. And uh, I, I mean, somehow or other, the, the, the military over there or, or the State Department um, was on a different tune, you know, on a different boat somewhere. I don't know how that could have happened. I mean, I mean, they were so they were just so surprised. They they were taken by surprise that they they just didn't uh, they couldn't account for for their military inventory, their wep their their weapons arsenal. I mean that that's, but but the thing is, I can can the Taliban people pilot or 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 or, or um, operate any of this stuff really I, well? I think Russia or China, whoever they're. Their their big brother is. I mean, I don't know, who mm-hmm. they, uh, but whoever. I think it's China. I think China. it's China. They can, and they'll they'll oh, send people absolutely. in there. You know, they'll yeah, send people yeah. in there to teach them and to whatever. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a Pandora's box, leaving things oh behind. Oh my God! For I know. Them, I know. You know, and and you know the the only alternative it would be that China would come in, and and take all of it away, and then China would have it. <laughs> so, um, either way, it's a, it's a bonehead play and. And how could we do something like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's I. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I just think this makes we we our world image is is shot. It's been shot. Yeah. Well, I think I think once our people are back, people are going to forget about Afghanistan. Um, the the media still loves Joe Biden. They're mad at him, right? They're they're smacking them around a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. they're never going to treat a Democrat the way they treated Trump or or um, or uh, Bush. And when I say the media, I mean you know mainstream media, C- uh, CNN, CNBC, MSNBC. You know that uh, that whole group there. They will not. Uh, where where he's going to get smashed? Obviously, he's from Fox and Newsmax and, and places. Uh, do you watch Newsmax at all? Hardly, rarely. Yeah. Let me just say, rarely. What, what is it? What is it about Newsmax that obviously it's the extreme version of Fox, right? I mean, they're yes, and they're still loyal to Trump, yeah. and they still believe that that something something bad was um, uh, was afloat during uh, the election that caused uh, Biden to get to uh, to come into office. So they're playing to they're playing to Trump's people, really. Mm-hmm. Newsmax. Absolutely. Yeah, they, right. They are. They are. They, and for the longest time, they refused 
to um, uh, to project. Um, well, they didn't. They wouldn't even consider that. They wouldn't even acknowledge that Biden had overtaken the president in the election. Wow. See, Fox. Yeah, Fox didn't go time. down that line. No. You know, no. Fox was. Uh, you know, and and again, still Fox is uh, is grouped in. With uh, with Newsmax, when people say Newsmax and Fox, you know they'll kind of group them together. the The truth of the matter is that Fox um, called Arizona very early. I I imagine that I, I know for a fact there are Trump supporters that will never forgive Fox for uh, for calling Arizona so early. And it was a little. And I know we're kind of jumping away from Afghanistan a little bit, but. Fox did call Arizona very early yes, for Trump, I and that was a surprise for me. Do you remember? Do you remember oh, how remember early they called I was, I was for uh, not for Trump for uh, for Biden. For Biden, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I think the I think the anchors that night were were, uh, were were caught off guard. They didn't expect that. That was from that was the uh, that was the you know the actions of, of um, I guess um, the, uh, the the upstairs office um the uh, murdoch and murdoch's sons who are running who are actually who are actually running fox i know murdoch does himself doesn't like trump personally so there was no love lost when that happened i mean he he, he it might have also been a ploy to to bring fox into a different direction given the 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 likelihood that um the possibility that um biden would get you know would would go over uh, you know go get close to eighty million votes. You, you know, Rupert Murdoch allegedly, supposedly went into a meeting with, and this was reported in some in some pretty credible places. He he went into a meeting with a, a bunch of newspaper editors, and I think the Times was there and some other folks, and he and he said that Trump must lose this election for the good of the country. You, did you ever hear this? Uh, and no, and he called and he called Trump a moron allegedly. Well, that I could understand. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have called Trump many things. Right. Moron is one of them. But Rupert Murdoch supposedly is one of the people who called him a moron. Mhm. Mhm. So, yeah, um, yeah, there's no love lost between them. I mean, and and that's that's what I and I think that's the that's the reason behind it. I think they wanted to take they wanted to take it out on him, and they wanted to put Fox on a I guess a less uh, right wing uh, path. Yeah. Oh. I mean, one of the things that I noticed recently, and again, this is you know this is jumping back to uh, to where uh, where Trump is, where Trump's supporters are. There is a TV commercial. And switching gears here to the vaccine for for a moment, but the all the living presidents. Have you seen this? Uh, Jimmy Carter has got a little yes. clip in there. George yes. W. Bush, yes, uh, I have. Obama, of course, uh, is Clinton, that Clinton, and they're all talking about how they got vaccinated. Now Trump got vaccinated, but he wasn't in this in this commercial. Now, no. was he not in the commercial because those four hate his guts? Or was he not in the commercial because he said, I'm not going in that commercial? Yeah, he wouldn't do a, P, you know, a PSA, public service announcement, especially with them. Yeah, well, he didn't want to lose yeah. some of his base. He did get vaccinated. Yeah. Right, but the thing is, I think he, 
I, I, I don't know if that was a wise decision. I think he may have done this, you know, with personal intent, uh, because he mentioned at the at his latest rally. I forget where he had it. Oh yeah. Um, he, yeah, he said, uh, "Get vaccinated," and they were booze. Now the Alabama, is, I think. I think that was Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Um, I think if, if he had if, if he had gone, you know, he's the one who spearheaded this whole, you know, warp speed and and said, "Oh, we're you know we're going to have a vaccine." Everybody was laughing at him. If he had just come out and said, "I got vaccinated," my wife got vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera, just come out and show. Even if even if he didn't want to be part of this public service announcement with the other ex-presidents, if he had just done that, that might have persuaded some of his followers to say, "Okay, I, he's gotten it. He looks okay. I'll get it." I mean, I don't know. I can't say because these people are dead set against. Yeah getting vaccines but he didn't even try to do that just to you know at least tell them you know um uh, i'm doing this so you can take care of your your health which i think would have been a nice i just figured he wouldn't do it at all because he just he just didn't want to be bothered he you know it's a, he's above doing a psa for whatever reason and i didn't think it was very smart politically to do that you know he, he was just sending out the message you know whatever i'm doing it on my own do my whatever i want and i don't have to inform you and, and and you know encourage you you know maybe you should look into this um and it, 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 you know in, in case things really get bad but um you know and some some people who hate his gut said well he just didn't care for anybody well that may have been true <laughs> but i didn't think i still didn't think it was a politically smart move to to not do it, to not yeah at least yeah you you spearheaded the whole thing yeah why not show you know you don't want to be with the ex presidents you don't like them fine you know just show you yourself getting vaccinated at Mar-a-Lago yeah right I it, so right it's on the news I, it would have been best for society if he if yeah. he did that if he said I got vaccinated. Ivanka got vaccinated. I don't know if Melania uh, did. Melania but got vaccinated. She did, right? Yes, 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 she did. I don't know if they were. I'm, I'm assuming they all did at the same time. Who knows? Whatever. But still, just you don't want to appear with them. I understand you have it in for them. You don't like them. And do it, do it on your own. Yeah, but he, he didn't do that. And yeah. it, you could see in Alabama where, I, I don't know if I have this statistic right, but I'll throw it out there anyway. I think I heard the statistic in Alabama mm-hmm. was only mm-hmm. 36% of the the residents, the citizens yeah. of Alabama, are vaccinated. Did you hear that? Well, they're one of the lower rung states. You know, they're definitely on the on the bottom at the bottom of the of the of the totem pole for vaccine uh, for, vac- for vaccine acceptance. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, wasn't say it's they're also very low. And again. I, and and I know there's different personal reasons why people don't get vaccinated. Uh, you know, maybe they're going through different things, or uh, some people going through chemo or concerned, or whatever. Oh, there's yeah. there's different reasons. So I'm not. I, I don't want to paint everyone with the same brush. But Alabama, um, that's right, what it was, right? Alabama um, is is one of the least educated states, also, and mm-hmm. uh, it might be you know the lowest. I don't know if Mississippi is or Alabama is. And and it doesn't it, it doesn't bode well for all of this anti-vaxxing, and and again, yeah, Trump. Uh, you you want to know why Trump 
didn't do or didn't make a bigger deal about getting vaccinated because he got booed. He doesn't like the the criticism. Those are his people. Those are those are the people that showed up to a rally and they booed him. I I haven't seen the clip. Did you see the clip of him getting booed? I heard it. uh, I heard it on the radio. I didn't see it because I didn't watch his his latest rally, but I heard that. I heard the sound bite. Yeah. And how did he sound? responding to it uh, was it hard to tell um i think he may have had a little uh, may have felt a little dejected a little re- rejected yeah um and he changed he the subject right away yeah 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 i think but he, he said but you're right me. you got your right for freedom and make those yeah, choices yeah. Or something. right but he didn't want to you know he didn't want to um prolong the moment yeah and that's what it is i mean those are those are his core people and his core people are, uh, in in so many ways, um, uh, you know, ill-advised on this uh, on this vaccine. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, if he shows up in a in a vaccination uh, commercial, he's going to lose people by doing that. And, and I don't know where they go; they they just jump on on everything. Do you know who I interviewed yesterday? And and uh, I'm just switching gears here because he wrote a book about uh, the Republican Party getting back to the uh, to their roots and all of this. Uh, Mark Sanford, do you remember who that is? I think so. He was the, the wasn't he the, the former governor who left office? South Carolina. Because, yeah, that was, it was, he had a girlfriend who, he said he was going hiking in the Andes somewhere. Yep. <laughs> do you know, I interviewed him. And I had no prep in front of me, and I just interviewed him, and I asked him a couple of questions, you know, all just about the book. I didn't go, and and he said that, you know, he had the fall from grace and whatever. I I was um, I got to listen back uh, to to uh, what uh, my my conversation with him. <laughs> I got to edit it, uh, edit it, uh, uh, but before I put it out there, I'm sure because I I, I forgot all about that. But right, he had a, he had a big fall from grace. He had a girlfriend, and what happened? He left her in the Andes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Or he said he had maybe maybe he met her. I don't know what the story was. He did cheat on his wife. Let's put yeah. it that way. But he, he she didn't die in the Andes, right? The the girlfriend. No, I don't think so. Are like, they still together? Gary, I don't that I don't know. But Gary yeah. Condit. It wasn't like was something like that where you remember that situation. Yeah. Oh, yes, with the missing girl. Right, and I, I think it turned out that that he he was proven not to have killed. Uh, was it Chandra Levy or something like that? Chandra. That's her name. That was her name. She was found. Her body was found in a park in Washington D.C. Right, and they just everyone assumed because he was having an affair with her that he yeah. had killed her, and. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, it's, uh, it, you know, I don't have the facts in front of me, but I think Gary Condit, it destroyed his career because everyone assumed that he had yeah, killed her. He, the right, the fact right. is he was guilty of the affair, but not yeah. of the murder. No, no, no. I, and then they did, they did charge somebody with, with the, you know, with, with the crime, but then I heard that they were, they were reneging on that, um, on that arraignment. They said it was the wrong person. So I don't know where, where that uh, if it's if that case has been resolved, if it's finally closed, that the poor family went through. My God. Horror. Yeah. 
in the young woman. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how how old she was, but she was very young. Oh, right? she was in her she was in her early twenties. She had she had gotten her first big break um, after college, in, in to work as a I guess an intern to work as a not an intern necessarily, but to work in a low level bureau of, yeah low right, level bureau uh, of prisons or something like that. This was her dream job, and she. She knew her, her local representative was Gary Condon. And somehow or other, he got a fancy for her. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's what led him down, you know, down the rabbit hole. And I guess he had to return to his native district. Uh, we haven't heard or seen him, right? He's, yeah. he's been quiet ever since. This was 20 years ago, just before 9-11. Yeah, just amazing, uh, you know, how these things uh, unfold. Yeah, and then you know we forget. Like even me, I didn't follow the Mark Sanford thing or all that uh, all that closely. So that's where that's why I was kind of. It was a last second interview. Somebody said, hey, "You want uh, Governor Mark Sanford? He just wrote a book." And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even have time to <laughs> look him up. And I just I didn't uh, even know he wrote uh, one. Know, was, just, in, was, was he doing uh, uh, book interviews? Yeah, it, it, right. He was yeah. just doing a radio tour with all these yeah, books yeah. and yeah. and. You know, and the thing is, uh, you know, I don't know that I would have sandbagged him anyway with, but I maybe I would have steered him to getting, uh, to getting a, you know, a little more, a little more information about what happened or an update. He mentioned the fall from uh, from Grace, and um, yeah, he probably was like, "Why isn't this guy asking me? <laughs> Why isn't he asking me about uh, about the affair?" But uh, you know, he he probably had been getting beat up, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, again, it's you know these scandals come, they go. We started today. We started today's discussion with with Biden and and what sounded like a terrible press conference, right? I mean, um, we haven't seen it, but I, I don't I don't think much good came out of that press conference. No, there was. I, I just I just um, I just clicked on uh, pictures of him he had his head buried in his his hands that went viral now what was that about i I don't know but that's one of those things you don't do as a uh as a president (laughs) don't put your hands in in your in in, on your face yeah i i don't know well didn't he get the um wasn't he present for that lesson i mean he was <laughs> he's been <laughs> he's in public office all those years for 48 years and and mm-hmm. and he was uh he was vice president he was vice president for eight years right right he, so right. he should have picked up something from, from watching obama yeah isn't that 101 isn't that presidential behavior 101 don't put don't put your face in right. your hands right <laughs> exactly oh my god yeah i don't know this administration uh I'll say this: there, they, 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 every, every, every so often, there's a surprise. There's some kind of, I don't know if it's, it's, if, if, this, if he's aware of what he's doing, or he thinks he's doing it for, you know, to, to garner a, a certain sympathetic re- vote from people. But it, it's not, it's, it's not doing well. No. Oh no, definitely not. And uh, I don't know. It does do you think because we? Uh, what's happening with Afghanistan. I'm almost positive. I can, and I've always felt this. um, I'm almost positive that we are not going to see a second Biden term. What I'm wondering now is, are we going to see a completed Biden term? Mm -hmm. 
right? I don't know. That's a good. Well, that's what everybody's want asking. Yeah, I mean, what, what's if there's a gun to your head? What do you say? No, I, I, I would say no at this point. This is he hasn't even gotten through the first year, and he's just dropping. Um, do, do the Democratic leaders, do the Democratic folks jump in and say, look, we know where this is going anyway. Why don't you move on? And especially if he has, I, I'm not suggesting this. I'm saying that I think maybe the leadership, the Democratic leadership, the same Democratic leadership that got together and said, you know what, we can't have Bernie Sanders at the top of the ticket because Trump is going to get reelected. And they all said, well, let's pick one. Uh, can't do be Buttigieg. It can't be uh, this one. Can't be uh, Kamala Harris. Oh, Biden. Got to be Biden. Okay, let's do Biden. So they jumped in. Is that, and by the way, that mainstream, um, well, mainstream, the, the, the quote unquote mainstream Democrats or the, the establishment quote unquote Democrats, you know who's that consists of? The Obamas, the Clintons, the whoever, right? The Pelosi's, the different folks like that. And they all got together and they said it. Do they, the same people, get together at one point and say, when do we do this? When do we make a move? And when do we push Biden out? Because I think Biden, who, by the way, is part of them, is part of them, is a team player. Where Trump is not a team player. You know? Trump's not even joining the four living presidents, the smallest fraternity that you could possibly, the smallest club and most powerful club that you could ever belong to, the, the living presidents of the United States. He won't even join them for a vaccination commercial. Uh, I know Biden is different. Biden is mm -hmm. Biden is the is the type of guy that if the establishment comes to him, he'll say, OK. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll think about it. I'll talk to Jill about it. And I want to do what's best for the country and what's best mm -hmm. uh, for the Democratic Party. And I think he right. would he would move on if uh, yeah. if he did that. Now, uh -huh. again, I, do you think. Those conversations are going to happen one of these days. And, uh, and, and if so, what do they want to get out of Biden? Do they want to get two years out of him? Because um, they don't know what they have in, in Harris. I would think yeah. that they'd want to get two years out of Biden uh, mm -hmm. if they can and then move on to Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I don't think his inner circle likes her that much. Yeah. And... Um yeah, I, 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 and, and uh, they, you know, a lot of people aren't gung ho. They're not, you know, over the rainbow having her, um, you know. I mean, they knew this when they voted for him that the, the possibility was there that he might not. But nobody knew about Afghanistan, but that he might not be able to finish out his term given his age and other things. So, uh, and then the people are not happy. They don't want to have her. They don't like her. I understand that. Um, but um, uh, the, maybe, you know, I mean, it, it depends. I just can't see his inner circle saying, um, "Yeah, let's 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 do this." Although the rating, the, the as you mentioned earlier, his his presidential his his popularity ranking is way down in the in the toilet right now, yeah. and um, that does not bode well for the 2022 midterm elections. I think they expect to to take a hit in the midterm elections. They think they're going to come back in, in the presidential election. Now, 
you know, if, 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 if the Republicans are that, you know, foolhardy in putting back Trump, uh, I, I just can't see that. I mean, that's, that could be a disaster. Which don't rule out, by the way. And, mm-hmm. and again, they, the Republican Party won't do that, but the primary voters might. I mean, Trump, you know, that's that's going to be the main street, uh, the, the mainstream or the establishment Republicans are going to get together and say, we can't let Trump do this. And, and those establishment Republicans are the Cheneys and the Bushes and the, uh, um, you know, the different, you know, the different folks like that, uh, people that aren't caving. I would even say Mitch McConnell. Uh, other than the fact that he's uh, he seems to be you know acquiescing to Trump every chance he gets, and Kevin McCarthy the same thing, but there is a uh, there is an establishment in the Republican Party. I guess that will be fighting for the soul of the Republican Party, and the Democrats probably uh, survive if uh, if Trump becomes the uh, the standard bearer in, for, in three years or whatever it is. For uh, for the for his reemergence, um, you you might see the Democrats, uh, you know, be able to withstand anything if they run against Trump. Trump uh, could destroy the Republican Party. Oh my, yeah. Right. Good, probably it's possible. And then what will we, what will they'll be left of? Will, we, will we, there be another, you know, Whig, this is a, like the Whigs who who, when it, who became extinct and then gave rise to the present Republican Party? What yeah. will happen to the Republican Party? Will they just, dis, you know, disappear from the face of the earth? Yeah, well, it, it could. They uh, they could be on, on verge of extin- extinction. Does, uh, does Trump... Um, uh, threaten to run as a third party. This is going to be a conversation for another day. We need a whole, uh, we need a, a couple of shows to to sort that out, <laughs> and we're probably a little premature. Anyway, uh, Melissa, any any final thoughts on on Biden, Afghanistan, um, him him getting maybe some presidential lessons of of not putting your your hands up to your face during a press conference. Uh, yeah, yeah. I- Go ahead. He needs that. Yeah, yeah. He needs some. <laughs> he needs some remedial help. And somebody needs to come back and remind him of, of, of presidential protocol and and presentation. Yeah, Pub- presentation <laughs> at public events. Um, also to check his medication. And um, we need a more coherent policy in Afghanistan and around the world. We are slipping off the world stage. This is really uh, upsetting. And I just can't. You know. I don't know. I I, I, I don't. I, I just. It, I don't think he's doing a great job, and I, I would not want to see him. I wouldn't want to see the party reelected, not with the present people and you know on board. And yet again, I look at the Republicans. I, I don't know if they can get their act together. I mean, if all if the best they can do is put Trump out there, who thinks he's going to come back and do a Grover Cleveland, then I, I yeah. I'm really. I, I've, I'm really, I, I've, I'm, I'm finished. I, I'm, I'm just so dissolute. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it, it could be made, or the argument could be made, that we're a country in crisis, and we're certainly a country in country in transition, and uh, you know we we look to President Biden to to stabilize, but boy, he's had a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, maybe yeah. beyond <laughs> beyond repair for him. I don't know. But you know who's waiting in the wings is is yeah. Vice President Harris is waiting in the wings. Yeah. Have to remember that. Keep that in mind. I think that was the plan all along. That she can't wait. By the way, she would love to jump in right now. 
Oh, oh no, but can she can she win in 2024 right. if, if this is the case? Yeah, it's listen, we have a lot. We have a lot to discuss. But anyway, uh, it, it, Melissa, uh, thank you for all this. And, and uh, I'm oh, sure, you. You, you know, you, you join with me in thanking everyone for tuning in each oh, and yes. every week. Absolutely. Yes. And everyone get vaccinated. You know, to stop being stubborn. Get vaccinated. Let's let's fight this thing. Uh, you know, people are are getting sick. People are getting very sick, and a lot of them are, are unvaccinated people. So uh, again, we know you have a lot of options. We appreciate you tuning in each and every week. Binge listen to what what we've done in the past. Uh, cherry pick, go through. There's hundreds of shows there, and uh, if you uh, if you can. Go to MelissaItelJoran.com and watch the two documentaries on her. She's wonderful. Melissa, thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Frank, and thanks to everyone who listens to us loyally, and we really appreciate that. And, and just we hope you'll be well, stay safe, and let's get through this whole mess that we're in right now. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on the Melissa Itell Joran Show. Society, culture, and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay.